Good morning. It's April 7th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's topic, You Sleep, Do You Rest? Out of nowhere, a vicious storm blew over the sea. Waves were lapping over the boat, threatening to overtake it. Yet Jesus was asleep. Matthew 8, 24. After 35 years of private practice, I've seen a lot of people who have trouble sleeping. Either they have trouble falling asleep, or they awaken at about 3 in the morning. Both groups have one thing in common, however. Most of these insomnia sufferers lie there in bed and just can't clear their mental desktops. The can't-fall-asleep group are either going over all the things they have to do, all the things they haven't gotten to yet, but meant to, or they are fretting about being simply overwhelmed and what the consequences might be. The early morning group are slightly different. They often have lists as well, but their thoughts are worrying about in spirals, flitting from one potential disaster to another. My mother always called these the wolf hours, when everything seems so bad, so helpless, so hopeless, that everything feels like the wolf is right at the door, ready to devour you. Turns out my mother wasn't the actual origin, but instead Swedish and Finnish folklore. Wolves were central to Scandinavian mythology and were thought to have a special relationship to witches, hence the alternate term, the witching hour, although this more commonly refers to midnight. Obviously, while worrying and awake, we are not resting. Rest carries the implication of both physical and mental spiritual replenishment. While the common English meaning of the word rest certainly overlaps with that of sleep, scripturally, the word for sleep, katheudo in Greek, was more often a euphemism for death. Rest, on the other hand, always carried a good connotation. Their derivation, of course, is the Sabbath, the seventh day, when God rested, sabot in Hebrew, from the labor of creating the universe. So rest carries with it the meaning of cessation from labor, but rest also connotes the cessation or absence of fear. Fear is really just a word for worrying about the future, about things that might happen but haven't yet. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Psalms 62, 5-6. Another example In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 4, 8. While the Hebrew Old Testament is full of references to resting in God's protection, the New Testament allows us to hear directly from God incarnate himself. Jesus entreats, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus, of course, was emphasizing that accepting God's gracious gift of salvation through faith is a much easier burden than trying to follow all 613 Mosaic laws. Can you imagine if your salvation was dependent on how closely you followed hundreds of obscure rules? Talk about exhausting. Not only that, but there would be a constant element of fear and worry as well. In our opening verse, the disciples are completely flabbergasted that Jesus can be sleeping peacefully in the bottom of the boat when they feel they are all about to be drowned. They still don't get it. Perhaps those of us panicked over current events don't get it either. 
Christ has power over the wind and the waves, just as he does over pandemics and wars. Can you imagine Christ hoarding toilet paper and hand sanitizer? You know the disciples would be, because they thought that they were going to drown while the creator of the universe was sleeping in the boat next to them. I am not suggesting that Christians need to be Pollyanna about the current state of events. Follow guidelines that the government has laid out for minimizing the effect of this viral pandemic. Keep yourself and others as safe as reasonably possible. But in order to have peace, you need to actually believe what you say you believe about Christ. God is sovereign. He has really got this. And the end result will be just as he wills it. All things really do work together for good for those who love God. Romans 8.28 Belief is not just a word. Faith is not just a word. Trust is not just a word. They are matters of the will, just as love is. True, faith is a gift from God, but it is we who must actuate it and allow the presence of Christ to manifest himself fully in us. That means when you're lying in bed and your thoughts are racing at midnight and you still haven't slept, perhaps you are allowing your fears and your worries to overwhelm you, forgetting that if you allow Christ to live in you, no storm can overturn your boat. In the early hours of the morning, when the wolf is at the door and everything seems worse than it really is, Perhaps you are forgetting that you don't need to fear the wolf when Aslan, the great lion of Narnia, is sleeping on the floor next to your bed. Dear Heavenly Father, let us find our rest in the shadow of your wings. Let your Holy Spirit fill us, Lord, so that there is no room for fear of something that can affect only the physical body. Grant us the sleep that we need to awaken refreshed each day. Remind us that we are one with the eternal and that this is for real. Satan is the liar that makes us panic, live in fear, and lose precious sleep. Show us again that all we need do is resist the devil, and he will flee. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.